0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> we welcome you to Manfully Alive Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I am your host, Mike, with a mic. And next to me is Deacon Nick. Manfully Alive comes from a well known quote from St. Irenaeus. That says the glory of God is manfully alive. Well, I know I want to experience the glory of God, Nicholas. As do I. How do I do that?
0: You need to know
1: Jesus. Yeah. Yes. The only man who ever was manfully alive. So we need to unite ourselves with the Lord, so that we can become these men, amen, fully alive. Men, men, amen. So how do we do that? Today is in part three, part three, 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 three of the search for happiness. That's right.
0: And the the subtitle then is humility. What good is it? What good is it? What good is it? What good is it? That's right. So we're going to be looking a little bit at Job today. Job. Job. Not to be confused with job, which we talked about last week. Yeah. Work. Job. Work. Toil. Yeah toil in the The soil. The man,
1: Job, not the job you do. Uh, It's
0: not the rumble in the jungle, it's the toil in the soil.
1: (laughs) Job Job. is what we're going to be talking about today, but let's start in a prayer. Yes.
0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord, you are so wonderful, and you lead us uh, by ways that we don't understand. You guide us on paths that we cannot see, and sometimes we get in our own way, and we have a hard time letting you lead us, Lord, and we ask you to help us to contemplate this today as we read Job, as we contemplate humility, and we ask you, Lord, to help us to die to our own pride and to seek you in all things. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: I don't want this to go to your head, but that was a solid prayer.
0: Oh, well, thank you. See. I'll try not to be prideful then.
1: Yeah. Very grow good. in humility. <laughs> Very good. So, so, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we need a little backstory on who Job is. So why don't you give yeah. us kind of the, the, who is Job?
0: So, so Job is a figure within the old Testament who, who serves a purpose of simply telling, uh, or teaching us a lesson, um, He's not from a lineage, he, he may not even actually exist, um, but the author uses a story to teach us the theology of who God is and who we are in, in relation to God. And so it's truly a story of uh, God's power and God's blessing. And so Job <clears throat> is sort of at the mercy of a bet, essentially, between God and the devil. And the devil says to God that he can make Job abandon God if he can be in control of his life, and so God agrees, and so the devil strips Job of everything, uh, in little by little, not only his family and his wealth, but even his health, uh, makes him a poor, sick man, yeah. and watching uh, all
1: family members die, watching his beloved die, watching his his wealth that he that from last week's reading right the toil that he had had wrought and and seen much fruit from erode away that's right and we come in at a point where uh job is actually talking back to the lord that's right so he
0: he does get to a point where he has doubt and then god comes in and talks to job and says who are you to doubt don't you understand who i am yeah and we we pick up there Uh, where um, Job is is replying to God. So we start in the last chapter, chapter 42 of Job. Then Job answered the Lord, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of, of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak. I will question you, and you will declare to me. I had heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees thee. Therefore I despise myself. I repent in dust and ashes. And the Lord restored them the fortunes of Job. When he had had prayed for his friends, And the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. He had also seven sons and three daughters. And in all the land there were no women as fair as Job's daughters. And their father gave them inheritance among their brothers. And after this, Job lived a 140 years and saw his sons and his sons' sons four generations. And Job died, an old man, And full of days.
1: The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I love the fact that Job is relatable. Okay. Oh yeah. Because had he never at any point doubted the Lord, the Lord wouldn't have had to come back to him and say, who are you to question me? I have weighed the sands of the shores who put all things into the balance that exists in the world. Right. Yeah. Like God puts him in his place. And and so often I think the Lord could do that with us, but he doesn't, right? Yeah. The Lord lets absolutely. us just purely reap what we sow. But Job was a good man, right? He didn't if 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 the life on earth was purely fair, he didn't deserve the lot that he had happen here. That's I right. mean, everything that he held dear in the whole of his life was taken away from him in the form that the devil could convert this man away from the Lord, right?
0: Yeah, that, but, was, that was his attempt. What's great is, even though he questions, he doubts, he doesn't actually abandon the Lord, which is, which is to, to his credit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in his questioning, the Lord, you're right, rebukes him and says, look, don't you realize who I am? And again, to his credit, he answers the Lord in great humility, which is precisely where we start with the reading, which is, mm-hmm. I, I love that.
1: Which is a best place to start from when speaking with the <laughs> Lord. So That's this right. is, let's just take one little note. Whenever you're re- referring to the creator, the the, the uh, Alpha and the Omega, the end and the beginning. God of the universe. God of the universe, yeah. your master. Uh, start with... I'm not worthy to be having this conversation, Lord. So true. Nor am I worthy of the knowledge of you, but you've taken it upon yourself to share that with me so that I might do well or do your will in my life. And so he starts from the right place. Okay. Yes. Yes. But the only reason he gets there is because he is a relatable man. He says, why? Why, God, why is this happening to me? Right? The same question we ask. Which is, why are bad things happening to me a good person? Yeah. Which is really a good opportunity to talk about the... The Problem of pain? Yeah. Yeah, problem of pain. You know,
0: this is perhaps the largest stumbling block for believers. To look around the world and to see pain and suffering, even in our own lives. To see the pain and suffering of the innocent, especially. Especially the young and the innocent. And we turn and we say to ourselves, well, wait a minute, you know, I've been told that there's an all good, all loving, all knowledgeable, all powerful God in the universe. So why doesn't he do something about this? Why hasn't he stopped this? Um, And really the problem of pain comes down to God's infinite loving trust um, in the absolute necessity of free will for humanity. I'll say that again in simpler words. God knows that it is better for us to have free will than it is for him to control every aspect of our lives. Because if we don't have free will, if we don't have the ability to say either yes to the Lord or no to the Lord, then we also don't have the ability to love the Lord. And in the end, all of creation, everything that we read in the Bible, all of history is pointed to one reality. It's God creating so as to give us an invitation to himself and us either accepting that invitation and saying yes to the Lord or rejecting the invitation and saying no. It's not possible for us to truly love the Lord and to say yes because of love if we don't have free will. But the downside of having free will means that we really truly are capable of saying no. Yeah and we can reject the Lord. And when we do, we don't only hurt ourselves, but we hurt others.
1: So the, the, the point here is volition, right? We have, of our own volition, the ability to bring about good in the world and bring about evil. And the reason poverty exists in the world, really, is because inequality exists since the dawn of free will the
0: reason why all pain and suffering exists in the world is because of sin because we've chosen against god
1: yeah and christ cannot violate that free will by intervening in everything that could go wrong because at that point he would violate that which he holds sacred to us in in his word right that he is not going to override our senses he's not going to override the judgment with which he placed in us which was a reflection of the judgment he is capable of within himself that's right and so it's it seems so difficult to understand why would god place something in us that could cause both pleasure cause both happiness cause both good and joy but also inexplicable amounts of pain yeah and that's where free will comes in and so we have the free will to interact with our lord from a place of pride mm-hmm. which is regular that it does happen right
0: regular yes indeed <laughs> in in everyone's life in fact yeah. in fact that's the definition of sin the root of all sin is pride and the opposite of pride is what we're talking about today humility
1: which we see a perfect example of here, really, in Job. And so Job approaches the Lord, and he says, "Lord, I, 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 I have no right to question you. You're right. You, you, you are the creator of the universe. You, you created everything that I held dear in the first place. And so uh, I, I, what, what does he say? I de- declare myself to... When he says that he despises, despises himself. myself. Yeah, right. Yeah. I despise that in me, whichever deemed me to be equal enough to you to speak in a way that would question.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, this reminds me of something my father used to say, he, you know, uh, God is God. And you are not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's a good place to start. That's a good place uh, to start in terms of humility, recognizing who we are before the Lord. that The Lord
1: is the God of the universe and we are not. Yeah. He makes the calls. So let's think about this more in practical terms or getting to the core of where does this transcend into our own lives? Thinking that we deserve things is, yeah. is so prevalent, right? You deserve that, oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you've, you have a right to it. You've, you've earned it. What have we really earned? What do we really deserve in our sinful nature that is very self-serving and focused many occasions on only ourselves? Well, uh, we deserve death. You know, we, we, we deserve a lot of really bad things to happen to us. A lot of bad things happen to us maybe because we probably deserve them, but yeah, more, more often than not, when we're talking about pride and how it's found itself into our, into our masculine condition is to believe that first I deserve what I want when I want it. Yeah. So individualism, right? What's in it for me? Yeah. And it's such a,
0: such a blinding thing to believe.
1: Well, it's insipid, right? Once, once you've allowed what's in it for me to, to, to start to erode your capital of, of your spiritual nature, right? You start asking it even inst- instinctually, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it starts right from the baseline of, gosh, what's in it for me? I, hey, I need you to do this. What's in it for me, yeah. right? Well, yeah. I just asked you to do it because I needed this, right? Well, that's not for me. So no, right. Right. Um, your, your wife asked you to take out the trash. She asked you to do the dishes. She asked you to pick up the kids from here, or there sweetheart I, I I got blah right I that's our this. nest. I've got this right now right. I can't do that
0: right you know it reminds me of a story I heard very recently uh this priest said that he, he was talking to uh an old friend of his uh, at I, I think it was actually at a high school reunion something like that and his friend told him oh well you know'm I'm, I'm going to church and and this guy was like oh well that's great he says yeah you know I I, I hope that by going to church and being a good guy you know essentially I'm I'm pleasing the lord and you know I'm I'm wanting to live my life right and go to heaven. And he, he kind of pushed back at him a little bit. He says, "Well, I mean, that's good that that's your desire. You want to do well." He says, "But, you know, it's not like heaven is something that we earn. It's it's a, it's a gift." And he and he said, "Let me illustrate that for you a little bit." He says, "Have you ever have you ever stretched the truth? Have you ever told you know, a little bit too much out of your story. He goes, well, yeah, yeah. From time to time, he says, well, have you, have you ever, you know, not worked diligently at work and sort of stolen away some time from work and maybe they paid you for it even though you weren't really working? He's like, oh yeah, I've, I've, I've done that. I've done that. Have you ever, you know, uh, told, told uh, something that was untrue about a friend, you know, or, or, or spread some sort of rumor? He's like, yeah, I guess I've done that before. Have you ever been upset with somebody and kind of torn them down and called them a fool or? Or or told them that they were berated d- them. Yeah, berated yeah. them or told called called them dumb or whatever. Well, yeah, I guess I've done that. He says, So so essentially what you're telling me is that you're a, a lighting, cheating, murderous, you know, you know, it's a, murderous in terms of the soul. licentious, yeah. Like, you know, so you're all these things and, yeah. and you're a good guy. <laughs> like that's that's not compatible, right? I mean, all of us do these things based in pride, lacking humility that are terribly sinful, that are harmful to humanity. We tear each other down. We murder each other's spirit. We, we lie. We cheat. We steal. Mm-hmm. All these things. Most of us can be convicted of at least those four because yeah. it's so very common. Um, and yet we want to say that we're a good guy. Um, yeah. what, do, what is it we deserve? You make a very good point. What is it that we deserve? We deserve hell, yeah. we deserve uh, judgment. And yet it is in God's mercy. that we are able to receive the gift of salvation. Mm. That is another really good place to start if we want to start contemplating what it means to be humble. God is God, and we are not.
1: Mm. There's a lot of meat there on that bone. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of meat there. It's a tough one. Yeah, but it's a lot to chew on, you know, if you think about all the places you fall short just in a given day. You know, maybe I got angry as I passed that person in the car. Oh, uh, oh, road rage. Oh, oh I'm so gosh, guilty. gosh, I'm so guilty. you know, uh, maybe I got mad at the old lady that pulled out in front of me. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe I saw, one.
1: maybe I saw somebody on the side of the road whose car was smoking or a flat tire or anything, and I didn't pull over to help them. Yeah. Right. That was an omission of good. Uh, maybe I cut in front of somebody on the way to the checkout, uh, at the <laughs> store. Um, Ouch. but as we go through these like little things right but they all have weight yes on our souls they do and and they all proclaim one thing
0: uh they all claim that i'm more important than that other person
1: i am first I am and important. others are second yes. and and what we know to be true is that god <laughs> is first yes others are second and we are third absolutely which is so hard which is so hard and and so this is this is a difficult journey to journey with job here to renounce ourselves right say i am, i am not worth the dirt that you you formed me from lord i am uh, i am less i am less than what i think of myself in reality
0: yeah yeah, and <laughs> both extremes are true. I love it. I heard a a, a nun giving a, a retreat, and she said, "You know, we are neither as good as we think we are, nor are we as bad as we think we are. So mm-hmm. often we oversell ourselves, and then we trash ourselves. Yeah, and neither one is true. Um, the 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 truth is somewhere in the middle. We are the sum total of the Father's love for us. Yeah,
1: and um, by uniting ourselves to our purpose, right, and fulfilling the vocations and the challenges that the day throws at us we unite ourselves more perfectly with the lord and we start to become something greater yes but at the same time every one of those good things that came out of us came out of a gift from our lord
0: so the uh the the subtitle of this talk is humility what good is it and uh you were hitting it on the head there you said we are to serve god first and then others and then ourselves And I remember being on a retreat a long time ago. All these things from retreats that you reminded me of so many. Uh, I remember the presenter writing the word joy really big on the board. Mm -hmm. And uh, he used it as an acronym. And under the J, he wrote Jesus. And under the the O, he wrote others. Mm -hmm. And under the Y, he wrote you. And he said, the formula to joy or happiness is to serve Jesus and then others and then yourself. Um, That's really the formula. And that formula requires humility.
1: Yeah. So So this week, let's focus on putting the Lord ahead of ourselves and the Lord ahead of everyone else, and putting others above our own selves. And then finally, if there's time enough in the day for ourselves after doing those two things, uh, pursuing the, the means that we need to pursue. Let's end in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. May you come first in all of our thoughts, our words, and our actions. May you be at the forefront of everything we do, and may we seek to glorify you, but also to remain right-sized in our minds, appropriate in our distance to and from you, and in our comparison to you over time, may we start to draw more comparisons than contrasts to you, Lord, through the actions and the works of our day. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. So focus on being right sized this week, and uh, we'll pick this up on part four in the search. For happiness very good thank you for listening to M- manfully alive podcast my name is mike with a mic and i'm deacon nick have a great week